Welcome to the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, a place for anybody and everybody who wants to become the best versions of themselves. Your story doesn't make you who you are. It is the rest of your story, who you choose to be. You can write a story about who you've been, and you can write a story about who you are now, but you can also write a story about who you could be. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Look into your heart and see what it is that you truly want. You have to take possession of your life. You must be the master of your own kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast where we cover all the things that will make us learn and grow into becoming the better versions of ourselves. We are used to see our working time as productive and everything else as our free time. But what if I told you that our free time is not free? You pay a big price for it and you could or not get a big return on it. Let me explain. So generally speaking, in today's society, we've learned to see work or studying or your main occupation as time that you dedicate to something productive. And then all the rest of your time, we call it the free time, right? Often people ask, what do you do in your free time? And what are the answers? Your hobbies, your leisure, things you enjoy, entertainment, going out with friends, etc. But the first and main mistake is that we separate those categories, your productive time and your free time. And one of the consequences of that is that you define your life by your productive time and your free time is free, so it's okay to waste it. Okay, so let's dissect it even better and see how we perceive those two categories and actually what we should do instead. So first of all, this is how a lot of people see and separate their time. So you have your productive time. This is what in a way makes you a valuable citizen. This is how you make your money. And basically, this is what makes the biggest part of the person you are, right? How many of us, when you meet someone new, they ask who you are and your main and first answer is your job, your occupation, your position in a company. And then on the other side, we see our free time as this is the time that you're not bringing in any money. These are the chunks of the time that are before and after the productive time, and they don't matter that much. Now, before going any further, I want to point out, even if you perceive and separate your time like this, It is possible, obviously, that you do something valuable in a certain way with your free time. You'll still do a little bit or even a lot of what brings you joy, some activities, spend some time with the people that you love, relax. There's nothing wrong with that. And I'm obviously aware that a lot of us, if not all of us, need a main occupation, a job. But the point is that that free time actually might be more valuable, at least equally valuable. So just as we organize and protect 
our work time and we have objectives, we focus, we have time management techniques and methods, so should we with our free time. So I'll get in in a second into what we should actually do, in my humble opinion. But first, here are the consequences of dividing that productive time and free time. First, and especially, you perceive your valued time as your work, which brings in the money, which defines you as a person, as a good citizen. And all the rest, your free time, can be wasted because it has no or very little value. Also, because of that, you will devote your efforts to your work and no or very little time and effort to the rest of your time, which actually has the biggest impact on the quality of your life. Now, what defines the quality of our life? And of course, we need the bare minimum to be taken care of, right? As Maslow Pyramid shows us, we need those primary needs to be met. But then after that, what defines the quality of our life is doing things that make us happy, growing and learning, taking care of your physical and mental health, etc. These are not nice-to-haves. These are the foundation after, let's say, the basics, basics. But other than that, these are the foundation and the essence of your life. How many times do we need to hear that money, which is the main motivator of devoting your time to your career and advancement, etc., doesn't bring us happiness? We kind of all know it, but looking at all the world, clearly very little people truly apply it. And in a past episode, I've talked about how you spend your money shows your priorities, But your time is even more valuable than money. And I know I don't need to remind you, but money you can make more, you can lose, you can gain back. But the time, you don't get it back. And we all have an equal amount of time. So basically how you spend your time show even more your priorities than how you spend your money. Anyways, so based on this, your classic scenario, your classic kind of day and week could look like You get up in the morning, you start slowly getting ready for work. In the most part of the morning and the afternoon, you work. After work, you maybe do some necessities like the groceries or handling some personal stuff. You get home, you have some dinner, you relax. Often you check your phone and you watch your favorite TV series. And by then, it's pretty much the time to go to sleep. In a whole week, you can add to this a visit to the dentist or the doctor or the hairdresser. You see some friends, see family, again, do your groceries and your other personal stuff. So as you see, the things that we must do kind of take most of our free time. And then the rest is just what we think is fun or relaxing, but actually it has no substance. It doesn't do us any real good. Now, of course, your life might not be exactly like this, but the question is, could it be improved? And are you treating your free time as valuable or even more valuable than your quote-unquote productive time? Now, what I suggest we rather should do is determine all the elements and categories of tasks and activities 
that we want to include in our life and that matter and that we know will have a positive impact on the quality of our life. So for example, time to grow and learn, time to strengthen our bodies, our minds, time to contribute, to give back or to help, time to rest, some leisure and some downtime, time to play, fun activities, hobbies and just playfulness. Time to connect with ourselves, with people we love, and build new relationships. And of course, time to provide for ourselves and for our families. So that's our job or our financial and different sources of income. So now with this approach, a regular week would look differently. Of course, a big chunk would still be probably your job. But then your free time would be organized and prioritized in between all of those categories that actually make up for the quality of your life. Whereas in the first scenario, if there's no strategy and no priorities, most of the time it's what's easy and most tempting that will win. So the entertainment, the fun, the drinking, etc. And don't get me wrong, my point is not for you to fill out all of your time always with things and be a productivity geek and psycho. You need chunks of time, even sometimes an entire day of relaxation and nothing on your schedule. If you leave blank each evening, each weekend, each morning, there's a lot of chances that it will be filled with junk activities or also other people's needs coming to you left and right and asking you for your time or for your help. The ultimate goal is to use wisely all of your time and all of your days and to fill them out with things that will fulfill you, that will keep you growing and happy. And I don't want to scare you, but we truly have only one life. And that life is, in a way, relatively speaking, pretty short. And life at the same time is so beautiful and full of opportunities. But it's up to us to make those decisions and to organize our life in a way that will provide us the experiences and also that fulfillment and that growth. And it's up to us. This is not going to happen naturally and on its own. And I don't remember who said it and in what context. And I don't even remember exactly how they said it. But if you do the same thing for 10 years straight, you don't have 10 years of experience. You just have one year that you lived 10 times on and on and on. And I'm pretty sure they said it better than this. But you get the point. It's just a rinse and repeat copy pasted. So at the end of the 10 years you kind of feel that you've lived one year and in a way that you wasted the nine other ones. Anyways, on this, I hope this was valuable. I wish you a wonderful day and I will see you at the next episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast. An educated person is not necessarily one who has an abundance of general or specialized knowledge. An educated person is one who has so developed the faculties of their mind that they may acquire anything they want. It is important to draw wisdom from many different places. If we take it from only one place, it becomes rigid and stale. Understanding others, the other elements, and the other nations will help you become whole. Step by step, the student is being brought together with himself. 
to the point where he catches up with his own inner being and can accept it completely. And that is, you see, the most difficult thing to do, to accept oneself completely. But because we lack awareness or understanding of who we are, we're totally locked into a physical world, and we let things outside of us control us. 95% of the population are reacting to life. They're not really living at all. And it's very important that you realize that your evolution, your, your journey through this incredible thing is nothing to do with anyone else. And you can't live your life the way your mommy and daddy want you to live it, or the way the people at the office say you gotta live it, or the way society says you gotta live it. You gotta live it for yourself.